ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. I said, give the Lord a shout. Yeah, it's better. It's coming up. Amen. Today is our covenant Sunday. The very first Sunday of 2021. Some people did not make it here today. But by the grace of God, you and I, we are alive and we are here and we are well and we are healthy. So if you are happy about it, I want you to give the Lord a louder shout. Hallelujah. Amen. It, it's too powerful. That was a very powerful worship and praise time that we had. And we know the time that it is right now. It's testimony time. Bible says in the book of Revelations that... Oh, please, humbly take your seats in the house of God. The Bible says in the book of Revelations that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And this morning, we have a very powerful testimony in the house. Amen? I'm going to read it out very quickly. It says, it's from Madam Sarah Ochefosin. She's a Basenta leader and a choir member from the Chalak Hub. It says, oh, you can, you can clap. You can clap. Yeah. Some of you have testimonies, but you are sitting on it. You don't want to share for other people to be blessed. Mercy. She says, I am a married woman with twins. One was suffering from constant convulsion and the other asthma. One day in Uibi, Bishop Ogo preached about Benempi and the need to contribute towards the prophet's vision. By faith, I was convicted to be a partner. I believe somebody also be convicted to be a partner today. Amen? Yes. It's a very powerful thing to contribute to Benempi. And yesterday, Bishop taught us that the year has started and it's fresh. Today is the 3rd of January. So if you have anything, it's just 10 cities a month. You can start today so that you don't owe God. Okay? So that you don't owe God. She says, By faith I was convicted to be a partner. Though I was financially stressed, but I took a step of faith and took some amount of money and prayed over it. That as the money is being prayed over, she said, As the prophet goes around healing Jesus' crusade, and preach and healing people's infirmities. I connect my children's health to it. And by this partnership, may they also receive their divine healing. Oh, you are, I see you connecting your children to it. I, say, I see you connecting your children to it. Yes, you can connect your children, you can connect your marriage, you can connect your basenta to it. And I believe that you'll be blessed. Amen. Yeah. And she said this. That same month, somebody tell your neighbor, that same month, Oh, tell the person sitting next to you, that same month. Yeah, that same month. The power of God hit my twins. And from that time till now, the convulsion has ceased. The asthma has vanished. Oh, I I thought thought you would stand up to your feet. And you would give God some shouts. 
and give God some praise. Yeah. Amen. You see, maybe some of you don't know the weight of this testimony. You don't know what asthma is. I used to be asthmatic until God healed me from primary school through GSS. And because of that, I couldn't play football. I mean, I was told not to play football, but I was still going to play. And whenever I go and play and I come back, I'll be wheezing. And if you walk from here to where Pasanek is, it will be as if you run from here to maybe the junction. Your heart will be beaten and you feel as if your heart's about to explode in your chest. That's how asthma is. It's a very terrible thing. So for asthma to disappear, I said for asthma to disappear and for convulsion to disappear, oh, I want you to give that louder shout to the most high God. Yeah. Your sickness is also disappearing. Amen. And she says this. She says, there is power in partnership. And I believe not, I, I, and I have, and I have not ceased from contributing to Benempi. The healing power is real. Oh, somebody put your hands together for Jesus. I thank Bishop Ogo for opening my eyes to this great opportunity. That easily transmits healing power to my entire home. God bless you, Bishop. In Jesus' name, all glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you are forever grateful to God? Today's our covenant Sunday.
to harvest Yet so quickly comes the night Christians, you must get busy There is so much work to do Here's an urgent task awaiting you
The Lord has a message for us this morning, Covenant Sunday. How many of us are ready to receive the word from God? Indeed we are. God has presented us with a servant who is ready and prepared to tell us the mind of God's mind this first Sunday of the year 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are excited and you are expectant to receive the word of God this morning, kindly rise to your feet this morning. And I want to hear you shout, I want to hear you clap, and if you can jump, begin to jump as we receive and as we welcome the servant of God, the man of God, the bishop, Edwin, Morgan, Ogo, church, begin to shout. and pray asking the Lord to speak to us ask the Lord to give you a word that will guide you through the year this is the first Sunday it's a covenant Sunday covenant ask the Lord Lord give me a moment a moment in the service. A moment. Give me a word. 
to run with it. Give me a word to run with it. Father, we thank you. A word, a word. Pray. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Give me a word. A word which captures my heart. A word that penetrates through the barriers. You have captured Let me experience your power this morning. Let me experience your love, your grace, your mercy today. You have
heart one more time. Say, You have captured, captured my, my heart. your hands. He's a beautiful God. He's very beautiful. And the Bible says it's beautiful for all situations. Beautiful for every situation. Beautiful. He said great. Clap your hands for Jesus. And I want to welcome you to church. I want to ask you to please be seated. Thank you. And um, Today is a special Sunday, and uh, it's, you know, any good thing has many, many parts. If you see anything that is good, that is great, it has many parts. Learn that as a student. If you want to have good grades, your learning must have many, many parts. You learn from textbook, past questions, pamphlets, notes, everything. Anything that is good has many, many, many parts. And our relationship with God is also like that. It has many, many, many parts. And uh, one of the parts is the covenant. You know, is the covenant. When you walk with God, you must be a keeper. You must understand that God is a covenant-keeping God. Yes. That's his name. There, there are many names of God and for God. But the, one of the names is a covenant-keeping God. You know? And um, that covenant... He doesn't keep it with everybody. You know, some of us, we want to see everybody doing something before you do it. But when it comes to God's covenant, He cuts it. As we say, He cuts a covenant. He cuts it with a person, with a few people. Deuteronomy chapter 7. Let me read something. Deuteronomy chapter 7. Verse 6. For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee. You see, once again, it's just, you see, to choose means to just select there's everybody then God selects you the Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all the people that are upon the face of the earth that is if you are interested he wants to 
relate with you at a level that is higher than the level he relates with others. The next verse is, The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any people. For ye were the fewest of all. Be comfortable with being in the minority, but you are with God. Don't do what everybody is doing. Don't join them. Don't join them. God wants to show his power in your life. In your classroom, in your class, among your classmates, at work, among your colleagues. He chooses you. And he knows that you are overwhelmingly outnumbered. But he chooses you. Because God with only one person is more than a million people. So, your numbers don't mean much to him. Other you are few. He saves by many. He saves by a few. Anyone here this morning contending with a power that is bigger than you, I want to tell you to make sure you've got God on your side. Yes. When he's on your side, he scatters your enemies. The Lord did not set his love upon you because you were more. No. He knows that at work, there are only three proper Christians out of the 87. And you are one of them. He knows it. But you are in a hurry to join the rascals. You are in a hurry to join the crooks. Even though you call yourself a Christian. But God knows that you are few. He knows there are not many like us. You may not know, but there are only few Christians. Forget about the numbers they are cranking up on the internet and billion and one whatever million, hundred billion Catholics and 27 trillion charismatics and all that jazz. Christians, I'm not talking about churchgoers. Even churchgoers. Even churchgoers. How many people go to church? Go around. You may leave the service now if you have a car with a full tank. Drive around this area. Go to all the, get the numbers that are gathered in the churches. Sum them. And just go to the municipal assembly and get the population of the area. Few people go to church. Even going to church. Few. Then we now come to proper Christians. So, when you are living your life as a Christian, or you have a chance to do something, don't look around and see who is with you. Or who is, who supports what you are doing. God himself knows that you are few. There's, there are not many like you. But you are in a hurry to join the crooks, the thieves in the office. What you are wearing right now, where did you get the money from? 
Is it not some deal you did in the office? Rascal ragamuffin. But when you want to walk with God, he knows that you are not many. In the classroom, I don't know how many people are in a class these days. What? 140? Proper Christians who have their quiet time every day. Maybe three. No, I'm saying that. Just, just know it that there are not many of your type. So if you are working with God and you are interested in how many people are living right, you will not live right. In fact, it will help you to know that you are the only one. Which is also sometimes not good because you are really not the only one. There are others. See, Elijah made that mistake and he lost his seat. So, when you think you are the only one, it's also tending and tipping towards absurdity. But there are not many. If we lift up our hands, you see, there are many wives here. Married women, I meant. Plenty. A lot of them are bogus wives. Bogus wives. I shouldn't preach. I shouldn't say it because we are wearing white. I should wait when I wear black, then I say the things I'm saying. Kai. Bogus. So if you want to be a correct Christian wife, a virtuous woman to your children, to your husband, and be a Christian, a forgiving, loving Christian, and you want to check whether she's like that in her home, she's, she's like that. Let me move away, please. You know, what was I saying before I moved here? She's like that. Don't look around. Read your Bible and obey it. Nobody looks around. Abraham didn't look around. Who is following me? Jacob didn't look around. Jesus didn't look around. If you want to look around to see how many Christians are listening to gospel music, you will not walk with God. If Shatawale was ministering here last night, in this area last night, there will be some of you who were there last night, who are in the church service this morning. Oh, I, I shouldn't talk like that, you see. Okay, then, then let's read the Psalms. Turn about to Psalm 23. Let's read Psalms and close. The Lord is my shepherd. Please, you know, let's read Psalms. Let's read Psalms and close. That's church. We are in church. Let's read the Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd. That's all. I'm saying that if Shatawale was uh, had a concert last night, which ended at 4 a.m., there will be some of you sitting here in the service who will be there. What music do you listen to in your car? Your car, your car. What do you listen to in your car? That's why I say I want to advise you that if you happen to chance upon God to work with Him, don't look right or left. There are many things I have done. 
I didn't look to the right. Which bishop is doing it? Which bishop is doing what I want to do? Who, I, mean, so I can follow someone. No, 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 no. No. Which pastor is doing that? I was following pastors. I won't have the church I have here. I was following bishops. I won't, we won't have what we have here. <laughs> you don't understand. I always, God comes to an Abraham. Because he wants to use you to blaze the trail. To tell the other girl that you can marry as a virgin. And he wants to use you. You. And you want to be like them. You must be comfortable. Comfortable. If you want company then get out of here. You won't get company. Look around and ask in this set, how many pay tithes? So if somebody 50, gives you 50 Ghana and you keep 5 Ghana and you're sitting there, you, 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 you when, I, when we finish, we'll, we'll receive tithes. you see how many will stand up and time set by four weeks and see if it will be, the number will be even a section. You, you, you we are here. Or we should be receive the tithe now. So we see the numbers. So when it comes to righteousness, doing what is right, what you believe God wants you to do, don't look right. Don't look left. Follow it. Because God chooses you knowing very well that you are in the minority. He knows it. He knows it. That in the, in the whole company, possibly you and Edna are the only girls who are not sleeping with guys in the church, in the, in the, in the company. That most of the women there, married and unmarried, are sleeping around. The Lord did not set his love upon you. Nor choose you because you were more in number. Never look for more. Never look for more. I have never looked for more. Oh yes, I can tell you for sure also. There were times I was wondering whether I was doing the right thing. Nobody would, would, would even do what I was doing. Am I doing the right thing? Many times I will ask myself, am I doing the right thing? Is this, should I be doing this? Should I not join the bandwagon and also sit in my church? Who is paying me for this? Is this part of my work? But blessed are those who are capable of standing alone, believing in God alone, Doing what they are doing alone. A day comes, you become a patriarch. Because you blaze the trail. You set the rhythm. So you are pointed at as an example to follow. Don't do that. You are looking for how many guys around you are not watching pornography. 
so that you also trust God for the grace to stop watching pornography. Then you are lost. You don't deserve to work with God. God doesn't work with a lot. Say, I knew. Read it in English. The Lord did not set his love upon you nor choose you because you were more in number. For you were the fewest. There's an English word like that. Is it getting hot? Verse 8. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, had the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh the king of Egypt, know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God. This morning, as we begin the year, I want to present God to you as the faithful God. Yes, that is why he's a covenant-keeping God. He's a faithful 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 God. Which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him. And keep his commandments to a thousand generations. That's, that's very far. That is, he is not about to change in your time. And repay them that hate him, hate him to their face. That is, he doesn't pay you behind your back. He pays you frontally, not obliquely. Frontally. He pays you anybody. This year, decide not to be a hater of God. Or a hater of God's house. Never hate any church. Never hate a pastor. And repair them that hate him to their face. To destroy them. He will not be slack to him that hated him. He will repay him to his face. That is, he will not be slow. There are many things God is slow in doing. But not this one. Fast! Thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command thee this day to do them. Wherefore it shall come to pass that if ye hearken to these judgments and keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which he swear unto thy fathers. And he will love thee. Verse 13. He will love thee and bless thee and multiply thee. He will also bless the fruit of thy womb and the fruit of thy land, thy corn, thy wine, thy oil, the increase of thy kind, the flocks of thy sheep in the land which he swear unto thy fathers to give thee. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male nor female barren among you or even your animals. Fruitfulness. There shall be none. The Lord will take away from thee all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which thou knowest, upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. 
Today, I want to assure you, because today is a covenant Sunday. We are going to make a covenant with the Lord ourselves. And you need to do that as you walk with God. Continually. The Lord, I will do this for you. Do this for me. I will do this. Can you do this for me? Or if you do this for me, there are different ways. Hannah did that. She said, if you give me a child, I'll give him back to you. There are some covenants also where you make the first move. There are some covenants where you ask God to make the first move. But that one, where God makes the first move, doesn't work well because of your wickedness. Oh yes. A lot of us are wicked people. Wicked people. Ungrateful people. Like, like, I mean, if many of you, if a lot of the ladies here, if you were Hannah, someone would have been an MP or a businessman, pastor somewhere, prophet, never. Someone would have been a barrister at law. But a barren woman. Suddenly, through prayer and divine intervention, she got pregnant and she got a baby. What did she do? She stuck to her side of the covenant. Maybe this morning, you may want to check your heart before you make a covenant with the Lord. Because some of you who are saying that, Father, do this for me this year and i'll also do this for you god will never do it oh and also you, you are not important you're not important god is important is that his message that has given you a blouse to wear or a shirt to wear you are not important don't make yourself important make god John the Baptist said, he must increase. And I, down, 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 down. Nothing. Let your heart this morning be ready to obey God. That if, perchance, I mean, some of you this year, if you have a wedding, if you have a wedding, or, or not even a, maybe I'm being too extreme. If you get a beloved to marry in two years' time, just if you get a beloved this year, you should give yourself to God. You should tell God, I'm going to win 20 souls. 
Don't be here and just think that God owes you something. No. Lord, if my family, my wife, and two children, if we, enter, if we are able to enter this building on the 31st of December this year, if we enter here, next year, I will build a church for you. Then you activate supernatural powers and angelic coverings. Because God knows that he's dealing with a, a faithful and honest person. But some of you will say it and God will protect you. Then 31st December, you won't even come to church. Yeah. You'll be at home and watch it online. Lift your hands and ask the Lord for mercy to be truthful. Mercy to be truthful. To be truthful. To be truthful. To be faithful. It's amazing that we expect God to be faithful. And we don't want to be faithful. Ask the Lord to help you to be faithful. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Help us to remain faithful to you. Faithful. That you can count on us. You can count on us. Not only you, but our church members can count on us. That the church can count on us. That if nobody comes for the meeting, ask for brother, brother Susan, he'll be there. Brother Susan, he'll be there. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to make you faithful. This year, you'll be faithful. Lord, I'll be around. You know, that there's an absence of such covenant, such, such levels of engagement with God. So we go about misbehaving. Because a covenant binds you. It ties you. And we need it. We need to be tied. No one should desire to go free. Lift your hands and ask the Lord for faithfulness. I am asking God, Lord, make me faithful. In prosperity, in poverty, in pain. My church members should be able to depend on me that I will be in church preaching. Whether I have prospered too much or I'm in pain. Whatever poverty that I'll stand in front of the church this year. You too should pray that prayer. It will help you. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We are very grateful. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Clap your hands. Well, today, I'm, I'm still preaching. Today, I want to talk about the theme for the year, the theme, the prophetic word we received. You see, and when you are waging war, you need to have a prophet. Yes. Because Ezra Chapter 6, verse 14. Ezra 6, 14. And the elders of the Jews built it. And they prospered through the prophesying of 
Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. And they builded and finished it. And on and on. But, but, but the, the point I want you to know is they prospered through the prophesyings. A lot of prosperity requires prophesying, prophetic guidance. You must have somebody who prophetically guides you. Now, those prophetic guidances that come to you, some of them come as doctrines. Some come as suggestions. Can you? Is it possible to do this? You may not know that the person is prophesying to you that do it. But you will look at him and say, no. The prosperity must, you see, it is, it is by the guidance of a prophet. You are guided. Everyone must have someone. Those of you who are with us online this morning, somebody must guide you. Somebody must guide you. Somebody must guide you, sister. In your marriage, somebody must guide you. In your business, somebody must guide you. As a pastor, who is guiding me? Somebody guides me. Never embark on a project where there is no counselor. All those are the same. They are all the same words. Prophet, counselor, guide, pastor. You must have someone in your life. You must have it. And I will advise you not to seek that person from town. You have the person with you. Because there's a type of evil spirit that also makes you always see things that are far to be great. But what is near has no value to you. It's also a type, a variant of an evil spirit in you. And it makes you prodigal. It destroys you. Nothing in your house is nice. Only what is in somebody's house. Yes, it's an evil spirit. I remember I, I went to visit a, a brother. He's in church. He's sitting here. We, we, you know, my son was very active, disturbing his mother. So I put him in my car to go into visitation. Fortunately, this house we went to visit, they had DSTV. DSTV. So as I was with the the man, my church member, and the wife, the man had great some pork and were eating pork and so on. Then he also had children, two boys, so they were in their room. So my son went and joined them. Then they were all, we were all happy. And as we were there, it was around 6 p.m. I thought, no, I need to go, traffic. So I sent someone, go and call my son. So, and that was, that was we were talking 10 minutes, my son wasn't coming. So I, I, I my son is in the bedroom, the boy's room there, calling the, Then the boy came back and said, my son said that he won't come. <laughs> oh, I said, oh, maybe he didn't, under, he, he didn't tell him that daddy 
says that we should go home. And the guy came again. He says that he won't come. Ah, <laughs> what are you talking about? So why? Then the boy went and brought back the message from us. He was still inside there. He said that there's DSTV in this house. <laughs> ah, DSTV. So, so you won't come to me so we go home. It's like now, this is the house that you like. Many of you are like that. A visiting pastor comes here with a microphone and just wows you. Wow! What a man of God. But you don't know that your pastor who is here has got more than that preacher who has come here. It's just that we must invite. That's why we have invited. Yes. It's an evil spirit. DSTV, the food you have eaten, the school fees, everything I've done, all the things, exams, I will drive, as I'm driving you on the road, I should have died long ago on the road. I, I, I'm driving and I am, uh, um, what do you call, working maths. The book is on the steering wheel and we are working maths as we are going to write the exam. All those things today, you've seen DSTV, so you are forgotten. I said, please tell him to come before I come there to slap him. Before I knew he was standing there. Enter the car. Foolish boy. DSTV. And how many of you here like that? And whatever prosperity you claim to have, I can promise you it is spurious. Check the meaning of spurious. It's not real. Because you have, you have forsaken the basic principle of honoring your father. The prospered because somebody prophesied and because of the person's prophesying they finished building many of us cannot finish anything you start a relationship you break you start this you can't finish you start a house you can't finish you start this you can't you, your life is filled with uncompleted projects because there is no guide 2021, don't bring it here. Otherwise, you cry aloud. Micah 4, verse 9. Micah 4, verse 9. Look at it. Now, why dost thou cry out aloud? Yeah! Ah! 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 Yeah! The question, why are you crying? Why are you screaming aloud? Why? And the question is, is there no king in thee? Has your counselor perished? Because pangs have taken thee as a woman in travail. Only those 
who are too big to have a king over them. Yeah, and some of you are laughing. They say, you are too big to have me as your pastor. You do what you want to do. You happen to be in church today because you want to be in church. Is there no king in thee? And has your counselor perished? Because only people who don't have counselors scream and wail in pain. This year, our counselor, our prophet, our king has prophesied a prophesying. And those who heed the prophesying of the prophet prosper. They prosper. They prosper. They prosper. They prospered through the prophesying of Haggai, the prophet. Who guides you? If we are coming to rebuke you and we see you, we put our hand behind us. Oh, your haircut is nice. May I never be that type of person. And the counselor says, this year is the year we must be wise as serpents. Not last year. Not next year. I don't know what he will tell us next year. But this year he says that, be harmless as doves. Don't harm yourself. Don't harm your neighbor. Don't harm the church. He says, see that thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Don't hurt the oil. You can hurt the cow. You can hurt the tree. But don't hurt the oil and the wine. This is the year. Don't hurt yourself. This 2021 is a year that we don't destroy ourselves. It's amazing that this year, when we finished the watch night, I left here around nine something in the morning. That was even very early. The first major thing I did was to preside over the breakup of a relationship. That was the first night this year. I don't, do, I don't even know what it means. I'm here to ask God what that means. It's, 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 it's not nice. The first thing I did this year, 2021, my first was to sit in a chair to, to preside over the breakup of a relationship. That was just about to enter into marriage. Just here, marriage. And I'm still asking God what it means. And later I asked again, have you learned any lessons? He said, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have, I did this, I shouldn't have done. I talked this way, I shouldn't have. 
Acts 36. But when the, when the beloved, the guy said, I will not continue this relationship, I knew God, the guy is a Joseph. Very correct, very, very committed. Beloved, oh, just beloved. After church, he organizes the beloved's transportation to the house. Did you ever do that to your wife? Did she ever did he ever organize the transportation? Uh, oh, you should walk her to the junction. Uh, find you find your own level. <laughs> And if you see here, yes, 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 there was no king. You are the counselor. I'm here. And you are misbehaving. This year is a year of wisdom. And I want to tell you our wisdom. Because there are many types of wisdom. Hmm? The brother of Jesus taught us different types of wisdom. A type of wisdom that is earthly. James 3, verse 14. But if ye have bitter envies and strife, strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. Verse 15. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. A lot of Christians operate with earthly, sensual, and devilish wisdom. Now, a Christian's wisdom must descend from above. The wisdom we are talking about this year is not the earthly, sensual, devilish wisdom. Logical wisdom. The wisdom of the world. You listen to somebody on Facebook and the person is able to get you not to pay your tithes because he's holding a Bible. But if he is holding a Bible, can't you also hold the Bible? There are pastors like me preaching this morning, spewing out earthly sensual and devilish wisdom in the name of preachings. My eyes almost popped out when I was, when I was a major pastor in this world, main pastor, saying that when you want to witness to somebody, you should not mention the blood of Jesus. Don't mention the cross. Don't mention hell. 
And it's logical. I mean, why do you frighten somebody to bring him to? And they use the word. You frighten them. But preach the kingdom. What is the kingdom? But there are churches. One pastor was on CNN. He was asked about hell and sin. He said, oh, it depends on your opinion. I can get there. I've got some some small church in the corner of the city. If I have a worldwide ministry, I may get there. Where I must pander to the whims and the caprices of the the establishment. You you, you tone down your message. You tone down the message. May God help me never to tone down the message. But there's a wisdom which is worldly. And remember, James, he wasn't an MP. He was writing to the church that people in the church, including pastors, were operating in wisdom that is sensual. I can tell you this before we end the service, that one wisdom you must never follow is the wisdom that is a one-step wisdom. Just one step. I want a phone. So I look for a phone. I'm looking for a wife. I want a wife in the church to marry. I found one. one. One step. It's devilish. The wisdom of God is multi-step wisdom. That is, I want a wife. I'll be guided to submit to my pastor first. And my pastor will send me to be an usher. Arranging chairs. Multi steps. Then, two, the, then the pastor will tell me to go and follow up a brother who just came. I'm looking for a woman. It is in this man's house that I will meet his sister. Matthew 6.33 is the multi-step wisdom of God. Seek ye first kingdom, righteousness, and all these things which you need. He said, go back to the previous day. He said, your father knows that you need them. So, I need a car. I need a wife. I need pregnancy. My father knows I need to be pregnant. For after these things to the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that what? You need to speak in tongues. He knows that you need to go to heaven. No. He knows that you need clothes on your back. 
food on your table. If you go to the verses earlier, he's talking about food to eat. Close to where? Your father knows you need them. You need, he knows at this age you should be married by now. But because you need a wife, seek it first. Not a wife. It's called the manifold wisdom of God. The manifold wisdom of God. The multi-step wisdom of God. Whenever you meet somebody who needs a job and is looking for a job, you have met an animal. Animals have one step. I want grass. I look for grass. The wisdom God wants us to walk in this year is wisdom that is not earthly, not sensual, and not devilish. 16, 3.16. Next verse. For where envying and strife is, there's confusion. This type of wisdom, this earthly, logical wisdom, things that make sense. I don't preach things that make sense. No, 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 no. If you want sensible wisdom, with sensible preaching, like Christ, 5,000 people, they didn't understand it. He didn't care. He met 12 disciples and explained it to them. You must understand what we are saying. When we say wise as serpent, we don't mean go and bring earthly wisdom here. Earthly logic here. Which leads to what? Confusion and every evil work. And what this verse I've read, some of you can identify with it. That in your life now, there's confusion. And in your life now, there's every evil work. Some of you understand what I'm saying. You know it. There's evil in your life because you followed a certain type of wisdom. Yeah. Some of you are in the church. You are a member of, you have joined, or you are a member of the church. You are a member of this family, of the order of the world's way of joining a church. Because unbelievers are in church. They just go to church and come, go and come without any commitment. And that is what you have chosen to do. Earthly. You think earthly wisdom is in town. It's also in, it's, it may even be more in church than in, in town. If you are looking for money as a Christian, you don't look for money. If you need money, you don't look for money. Seventeen. But the wisdom that is from above, first of all, is pure. And then peaceable. And gentle. Anybody that I, as the pastor, I find you difficult to relate with, difficult to get to do something. You are, you are, you are, you are an unbeliever in the church. Your wisdom is not heavenly. Easy to be entreated. It's easy to say that, please leave the choir and join the instrumentalist. I've told the instrumentalist, God willing, 31st December, I want to see only women on the, on the instrument. And you watch, it will happen here. You watch it. All these guys who have become pastors, center leaders, 
and, uh, and training people to play instruments. But in this cathedral, when you are having a church service, only women will be on the instruments. Only girls. Well, girls and women. Easy to be entreated. Easy to say, can you please leave this center and go and join this group? Can you please stop this and go and lead the choir? Is it possible not to sing, I, I need you to be with the children's church. Can you help the children's church? Easy to be entreated. <laughs> but, but you know yourself that some of you, you are not like that. It's not easy to get you to do something you don't want to do. It must be about you. You are the center. You are the one de- <laughs> commanding. You are the one determining the pace. If it's not you, then to hell with anybody. Nonsense. To hell. Go to hell. It's my way or no way. That's the wisdom. And we have it in the church. The humble wisdom. Easy to get your wife to suggest something to you. Honey, can we do it this way? No. Why do you talk to me? Shut up. I'm going to advise your mother. Full of mercy. When you meet people who are not merciful, you've met people with devilish wisdom. Anybody from today, today is just third. Just take it to be 1st of January. This year, if you meet anyone who doesn't show mercy, doesn't forgive, you've met an unbeliever masquerading as a Christian. I'm teaching you that there is another one. We say wise as serpents, we are not talking about devilish wisdom because the serpent is also the emblem of the devil. Don't bring worldly logic here. Allow us to lead. Allow us to lead. It's a church. It's a house of God. It's a pillar of truth. Allow us to hear the spirit of God and lead. Don't sit here and determine what message I should preach. Without partiality. There are pastors when they are preaching, there's a special message for the rich, special message for the women, special message for the youth, special message for the, for the, for, for the elite. No, yeah, it is. Abum. And then, abum. And then, boom. In this church, we don't have women's meetings. Makanete, women's week, women's meeting. There's no women's meetings here. We are preaching to all. If you find a woman, a woman advice, take your woman advice. <laughs> the Bible is unisex. There's no woman, nothing. The wisdom for this year, let me just end. The wisdom for this year is the wisdom that's from above.
this year, decide to be gentle. Decide to be gentle. You may want to write it in your, uh, Nina, what's the thing called? Your covenant form. Can I have one? That this year I'll be gentle. Why are you concrete? Too much concrete. Even when I'm pretty and I see you, I have to move away. Because it's like I, I'm, I'm, I've met something I should admit. Makota Satabaya. And what is that wisdom? Proverbs 11, verse 30. Proverbs 11, verse 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. The wisdom in this church this year, how, how do we come by the wisdom? That heavenly wisdom. That's how we are going to get our wisdom. There's a special wisdom that comes to those who win souls. And this year is our year of wisdom through soul winning. As I said, me a louder hand clap. It means most of you will never win a soul. Praise God. wisdom that comes from winning a soul is pure. It's gentle. It's easy to be entreated. That wisdom is heavenly. Expect me next week. God willing. Ah, okay, it's here. Expect me next week to hold this book. I'm not coming with a green book, with a brown book. This year, we are showing yellow card to nonsense, yellow card to unspirituality. Yellow card to carnality. Yes. Yellow card to foolishness. I said yellow card to foolishness. Yellow card. Next week, God willing, expect me to come holding this book. Why? Why? I want every member the Lord has given me to be someone who is able to win a soul. 
That's all. Through winning a soul, you become wise. And mind you, I didn't say witnessing. There's a difference between witnessing to a soul and winning a soul. They're not the same. There is very little wisdom in witnessing. In fact, you can witness so much that you'll be a fool. When you meet the person, you have your what is witnessing? Uh, uh, let's 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 all uh, what is witnessing? Witnessing. Telling somebody about Christ. What do you say when I, if I meet you and I'm witnessing to you? What what, what no will I say? Will I say that the, the, the president of Ghana is Charles Taylor? <laughs> what will I say to you when I'm witnessing to you? I'm, I'm witnessing. Let's start it. Let's, let's do it. I'm witnessing. What will you say? Yes. Jesus loves you. Give your life to Christ. Turn away from sin. Hell is real. If you don't receive Jesus and you die, you are going to hell. 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 What else? There is judgment. There is judgment. If you die, there is judgment. It's appointed to man once to die. Hard bar, hard bar. And after death, judgment. What else, Pastor? Help me. Come to church. Yes. Follow us to church and do it. Nonsense. <laughs> a time comes because you are in a hurry to tick boxes. Oh, yes. I, I, I've met you. Hello, my name is Francis. What's your name? Abba. Abba. Oh, Abba, how are you doing? Um, have you given your life to Christ? I just came to talk to you about Jesus Christ. That he loves you. He came to die for your sins. Do you know you are a sinner? Do you know that Christ died for you? Are you aware that if your sins are not forgiven and you die, you are going to hell? So, Abba, today, God sent me to you to tell you to give your life to Christ. If you want to receive Christ, can you bow your head, your head and let's pray? So let's pray. Can you please bow your head, Abba? Say with me, Father, I thank you for today. Thank you for what I've heard today. I receive your word. Oh, Jesus, come into my life. I've done many bad things. Wash my sins and cleanse me. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Abba, you are now born again. Amen. Hello, what's your name? Vera. Wow. Vera. I feel led to talk to you about Christ. That Jesus is the Son of God. That He died for your sins. Do you believe you have sins? Do you know you are a sinner? Do you know that the blood of Jesus came to wash your sins? The blood of Jesus was shed to wash your sins. Today, if you will accept Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, if you die now,
Some people die and they descend to hell. But if you receive Jesus today and you die, believe me, heaven is real and hell is real. But if you receive Jesus Christ today, you will make it to heaven. Sister Vera, do you want to receive Christ? Shall we bow our heads and pray? Say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I'm a sinner. Please have mercy on me. I thank you for receiving me as your child. Wash my sins and make me your child. In Jesus' name, amen. You are born again, Sister Vera. God bless you. Hello, sister. What's your name? Chocho. Oh, sister Chocho. Do you know that God sent me? And on and on and on. My dear friend, this is not soul winning. This is witnessing. But he that winneth a soul is the one who is wise. I'm not stopping you this year from witnessing. I'm not stopping you this year from sharing Christ. But I'm just saying that there is not much wisdom. If there is at all. The wisdom we talk about that inures to the soul winner is the wisdom of doing more than just telling somebody about Jesus Christ. There is more to salvation than telling somebody about Jesus Christ. There is more to salvation than telling somebody about Jesus Christ. There is more to salvation than telling somebody that Jesus loves you. To win a soul is to do what I just did. I did something with uh, your name Abba. And I did something with Vera. And I did something also with Chucho. This is the first part of soul winning. After this one, the real work. You see, to win a soul can I have my Bible, please? <laughs> I feel like preaching, you know. Always to close and come next week so that the message will be fresh. Are you ready for preaching? Always to close now. Proverbs 11 Verse 30 He that winneth You see The word Winneth Sorry for shouting I'm too excited okay, let me, Can I have water? Let me cool down please Give me a bottle of water Yes, thank you Say, Bishop, cool down, cool down. Please find me. 
Okay. Now, relax. The word win it. No, I'm taking my time. I was shouting before. Say wisdom. wisdom. The one, not he that witnessed to a soul. You may not know, but the Bible has got the word witness. It didn't use that word here. The word winneth is from the Hebrew word lokak. 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 Let me tell you some of the meanings. We are ending with this. It means to carry away. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Abba, if I witness to you and I don't carry you away, I've not won you to Christ. That is, I don't witness to you and leave you there. And you don't have any idea what I have to do to carry you away. Lokak. But it's going to get more serious. To carry away. To seize. To take away. Take away. To lay hold of. To witness to somebody is to lay hold. Not just share a word, share a script. Sorry, I should cool down. Sorry. Not, not just to share a word, share a scripture. <laughs> and then you walk away. You are sleeping. So I should say it well. Eh? I should say it well. Yes. I will say it well. Because of time. I don't want to go through the many meanings, but I'll give you two. Lokak. It means to marry. That is the same way you meet a girl, Edna. You don't know her. She's not your mother's anything. Not your family member. The process through which you are able to talk to this girl, visit her, woo her, wow her, buy pot belly chicken wings. My God. Go and buy panties, brazier, sewing machine, suitcase, engage her, have a wedding, and bring Carry her. Let's try. Some of you carried your wives. And put her on your bed. And trotted a little. <laughs> to win a soul is like marrying a woman. 
Loka. Loka. Many of you here, I, if I had a microphone, I could give you to show a testimony. The wife you have married, she bounced you, but you persisted. You went again. She bounced you. You came again. She bounced you. Now you stop, and then you went to befriend her big brother. Makatuma Yababa. Kaba. That's why she sang the song, Win the Lost at Any Cost. It's not just sharing Jesus. Lokak. It also means to take a wife. What you did to Susan? What's your surname? Your maiden name, please. What? Asaubo. What you did to Susan Asaubo? Till so one night, she was only dreaming about you. She couldn't sleep. Yes. Yes. She left her father, who paid her fees, loved her, drove her to school, taught her. Bought things for her. She abandoned her father to follow a bald man like you. Oh, sorry, you, you, you had hair at that time. He had hair, a lot of hair, muscle, lots of hair. The power to make somebody leave boozing, leave clubbing. Leave girls, leave sin, abandon her. When he passes by a nightclub, there's no feeling in him to enter. But all he wants to do is to be in church and lead worship in the church. It's called Lokak. It means winning the person's heart. And the process, that's why there are many jobs in town. They will give their jobs to married men. Oh, yes. If you are married and I'm not married and we sit at an interview, we are interviewed. Likely, because when a man marries, to, to marry a woman, to marry a woman, some time ago we would have said, and even to change her name. But now because of... Uh, 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 Wesley girls, lawyers, and we don't change names now. They use the old name. Yes. Attached to the thing. Symbiosm. What's your name now, Susan? Acquired boy. You changed it. You changed it fully. Those days. When a man stands there, and he's been able to make a woman change her name. What was your maiden name? Bafo Amayal. And what's your husband's name? Osamteria. And you abandon the Bafo Amayal. I mean, for this man to make a grown-up woman abandon her Bafo Amayal and now come to Osamteria. 
must respect him. That's why when they see me at the interview, they have no respect for me. Because I have not, you see, to, to marry a woman, it shows that you are a certain type of person. You must have gone through a lot. You must be wiser than any man who has not been able to marry a woman. That's why the wisdom is in winning the soul. Loving, shepherding, visiting, praying for, engaging, asking how are you, checking on the person, helping the person to have his quiet. It's not just teaching about Christ. There is always more. You don't just preach to somebody and leave the person. Online. You don't just preach to somebody and leave the person. And it's really like marriage, you know. It's like marriage. Do you know that my wife won me to Christ? And I married her because apart from having sex with her, smooching her, whatever it is, apart from that, she, she, she was like a wife to me. She, she really won me. And won me. Oh, no, it's true. We don't wear t-shirts and walk about junctions and streets corners, just sharing cry. You just say, so, Jesus loves you. Bow your head. Let's pray. And when the person prays, you just move in. No way. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. When you do that, you rather you rather immunize the person against God. I've taught you about vaccination in this sect. Don't forget. Mark 16. 15. Look, look at this as we end. Look at Mark 16. That there is always more to just saying to someone that I preach to you that Jesus loves you. There's more. Mark 16, 15. Or something in the Bible. Have I quoted the wrong verse? Oh, it's not in the Bible. There's no Mark 16. Or, or it's Mark. There's no Mark 16. Okay, I have my Bible. Maybe his iPhone has frozen. The machine has frozen. Always when I'm preaching a powerful message, the machine freezes. But I'll read it. I'll preach. Mark 16. I said I'll preach. Mark 16, verse 15. Look at it. And he said to them. Go ye into all the world and preach. Go and preach. Now watch the verse 16. 16, 16. Sir, can you read it? You, you are more educated than me. Please read it. Verse 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Yes. He that believeth. <laughs> so when you preach and the person believes, it's not enough. There is always something you do more than preaching. In this case, baptize the person. If the person is not baptized, the person is not saved. So at least we know that you must, you don't just preach to somebody. You must do what? Baptize the person. Because a person is not saved by just believing. So, there, is, there must be more to do than, than just witnessing. 
So you don't seem to understand it. There must be more to do than just putting it in. This year, we will not just preach. We will not just witness. Anything we must do to marry them into the house of God. Always, there is more to do. More. There's more. Say more. There's more than just preaching. Acts 19. Verse 1. It came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. He asked them, verse 2, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? So, once again, there is something you must do to the person after the person believes. You don't just get someone to believe and abandon the person. So you don't seem to understand the message today. Do you understand what I'm preaching? That is, after you believe, you must receive the Holy Ghost. And the people said, we have not even heard. That is, the person who told me about Jesus should have gone ahead to tell me about Holy Ghost. But the person only ended at Jesus. The person who brought me to church only witnessed to me. But there is more. Oh, the point I am making is that there is more to soul women than witnessing. You baptize. Hello? You do Holy Ghost baptism. In Acts 16, I think, Paul said, let's go back to the people we preach to and see how they do. So there is clearly more to do than just telling somebody about Christ. There is what? Visitation to do. This year, the wisdom is not wisdom that is reserved for witnesses. Because, you know, like, like, I'll, I'll come back to a wife. To marry a woman, oh, oh this is a married man. I mean, it's, he is different from this billionaire who is not married. Yes. To take a wife. To take a wife. This is a small thing. So many things you do. So many things. You don't just meet a girl for the first what am I out there, bruh? Frida. Then he comes. Please come and tell her what you told her the first time. The first day you saw her, what did you say to her? 
Sorry. She was singing, so I said, I like her voice. So I want the voice to be by me all the time. Please go back. Please go back. I like your voice. I would like your, this voice to be in my bedroom all the time. Did you leave it there? Did you continue on and on? You traveled to see her parents, came back, went again, and came back, and on and on and on and on and on and on and on. She has, he has impregnated her two times. Say Lokak. Lokak. That's winning. You win the person. You make sure the person is in church. You make sure the person is seated in church. It's a shepherd. It's singing. It's playing instruments. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a soul winner also. You don't just go and witness with somebody. You marry. No wonder most of you here are barren, barren, unfortunate representations of Christians. Barren. But I don't blame you. When I say barren, I'm not insulting you. I am indicting the one who brought you to church. Most of you here are products of witnessing and basin most of you here but i am not a product of witnessing and basin the girl who won me to christ she deliberately introduced me to gospel music she took cassettes from our worship leader brought it to me this is maranatha this is hosanna this is bj thomas andre crowd 80s. Deliberately. She just didn't witness me, uh, to me. Just tell me about Jesus and abandon me. Most of you here are spiritual bastards. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not insulting you. I am, I am, I am, I am, I am indicted. Whoever, whoever brought you to church is a wicked person. Whoever is responsible for you being in church today, who has left you semi-born, quasi-normal, you are. Most of you are incomplete projects. But not Bishop Daggyward Mills. Not Bishop Daggyward Mills. Not Bishop Daggyward Mills. The girl who led held him to be stable in the church. She took him, the girl, Sister Betty, she's in Harvest Chapel. She took young Daggyward Mills to challenge Bookshop. Showed her Bibles, told him 
Buy this New Living Translation. Buy, buy it. This one. Not to, say, oh, I'll go to my, I'm going to get money. No, no, no. Buy it now. Also, he had money in his pocket. He bought it and took him. Say, Lokak. Took him. The same way you also meet a woman and take her to watch movies. Take her to uh, Akwambo Festival. You take her to Akwesidai Festival. She also took him to church. Say, this is the church. This is the pastor. It's called Pastor Nick. This is the pastor. Sit here. And then, do you read your Bible every day? No. Really? Sit, sit down. This is quiet time. Read this verse. And read this commentary. What does this verse mean to you? What does it say? She was not abandoned. When little Dagwood Mills stood up, he knew how to have his quiet time. He knew how to engage the word of God. How many of you have read your Bible seven times a week since last Sunday? Because all we do, Jesus loves you. He shed his blood to, to I was going to say, he shed his blood to die for your sins. How do we say it? He shed his blood. How do, how do you say I've forgotten how to say it. He shed his blood to cleanse you. To cleanse you from your sins. And then, uh, help me, I, I'm witnessing. If you believe, you'll be saved. Let's bow our heads. Say, dear Jesus, I love you. I am born again. I am very bad. Change me. Today. Now. In Jesus' name. I am born again. Now. There's nothing. Sitting, sitting her down to teach her to have a quiet time. Sitting her down to teach her to pray, to hold. Bishop was taken to a, is it, is it a yes prayer meeting at a circle. And she held his hand. We got to, all, all, he said at the all night, he slept. He slept at the all night. But when he woke up, he was different. He was, he was, he was taken to a church service and the pastor took the first offering. And then he took a second offering. Like, I'm about to take a second offering. Then he made a comment. And the girl, I don't know how she did her face. She, 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 she squeezed her face. Suddenly, he knew he had done something wrong. It's called the north wind. He instantly fell down. He had said something. So do you know what he did? Young Dagwood Mills. When that sister made that face. Father, we thank you. Praise you today. He knew that he had done something. He didn't know all this. Most of you, I, I don't blame you. You don't know anything. It's the pastors who should teach you. It's the leaders who should teach you. When that service ended, he said, he went to the pastor and said, I would like to see you. The pastor told him, I'm very busy. He waited. I'm talking about Bishop Dagi Mills today, our prophet. He waited. 
He waited in the church till every book, the pastor had finished everything. And when the pastor was leaving, he was standing there and he went to the pastor and told the pastor that when you were taking the offering, I said something. I didn't know it was wrong. But I said something which was very wrong. Please forgive me. The pastor was shocked. The only thing the pastor told him was that the Lord will use you. The Lord using him today. That's why the, the Ethiopian Enoch answered Philip, understanding how can I accept someone should guide me. But the people who should guide the new believers are in their banks, are in their businesses, are in their chambers, are in their offices. How can I? Always there is someone who should guide me. Always. And that's what leads to a sea of unbelievers. If I should go now to check phones, I'll find unbeliever music. That's what I said. If Shatawale had a concert here last night, some of you here would be there who are here. And you see nothing wrong because you are a bastard. There's no father. Was a person who will call you and say, Where were you last night? Sartawale. He said, What? Chalewate. Never again. With scriptures. He was going to the race course. Bishop was. His father owned race horses. He also used to ride horses. And they'll go to the race course, polo club. And bet, do all the things there. The girl told him. The girl said no. And she gave him a scripture. Abstain from all appearances of evil. Scripture. Since then, he has never gone to the race call. Because somebody, and you know it. Don't you know this verse? You know this verse, don't you? Who have you told? Can you please stand up? Look at them. Look at all these people. Most of them are betting. There's no one. There's no one. There's no one. There's no one. Central leaders who are doing their best, they themselves don't even know what is right. Because the people who must teach them, the people who must bring them up, are, are, are into wonders. Oh, sorry, please. I forgot that you are the one. Sorry. Sorry. You just stand up. <laughs> the verse I have just quoted, don't you know it? Abstain from all appearance of evil. Who have you taught? No wonder we are not wise. The wisdom, the same way this married man is different from this unmarried man, the wisdom a man is perceived to have when he marries a woman. Changes her name. Wow! She grows up with Ogo. Ogo, Ogo, Ogo. Francisca Ogo. Francisca Ogo. School fees Ogo. Panties Ogo. Uh, 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 Gary Ogo. Uh, Sito Ogo. Everything that he meets a man who is able to marry her. Suddenly, 
Francisca Egblewobe. With joy. With joy. This year, you will make people forget their girlfriends. You make people forget their places they sin. You make people forget their lifestyles. You make people forget their sinful lives. You make people forget where they were before they came to cry. You make people forget they ever sinned. He that winneth souls is wise. Because by the time you bring this girl from the nightclub, a sexy dancer from the nightclub. By the time you are done with her and she's in church, there must be something in you. There must be. You must have something to do this great work. This year is a year of great works. Winning a soul is not witnessing. Winning equals witness plus work. This year, you will sit with somebody. Imagine teaching three people this year how to have their quiet time. Don't you think you yourself will be more into quiet time? A little more, deeper. That's your wisdom. Imagine every week you gather three people and your agenda is that these guys are born again. But I am ensuring that I win them. I am marrying them to Christ. I'm officiating their engagement to Christ. You yourself will change. Because you told Noah, the food for the animals will become your food also. I don't know who will join us this year to win souls. Have you not seen that we've witnessed and witnessed and witnessed and we are not going anywhere? We've only gathered unbelievers. Most of you are watching pornography. Most of you are, watching, are, 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 are into worldly music. Most of you don't pray. The, the, when somebody begins to pray a little now, the person becomes a pastor. The people we call pastors today, like I, 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 I'm a bishop, oh, Bishop Edwinogo. It's only in this generation I'll be a bishop. If I were to be with Paul and his, and his guy, I'll be cleaning dining hall tables. But because there's no spiritual person, so people like me are bishops. Oh, yes, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And I just said, if I be a man of God, let fire come down. Who has brought fire down to where? A man of God calls for fire. Which man of God do you know who has brought fire down? We are one-eyed men in the world of blind people. If I be a man of God, let the fire come down. I would, there's no way I'll be a bishop if I was a poor. Bishop? Bishop of Ephesus? Those are the Athanasius and the Bishop. <laughs> Today we have bishops who don't read their Bible. 
Today, I've taught you that winning souls is not witnesses. There's more to it than witnessing. The same way this man will visit the girl, visit her, bless her with units, bless her with airtime, help her to buy the wig, see her off to the... Ah, my wife, my, my, my wife, when I, before I married her, she was in the U.S. She was doing her master's, doing some oils from granite, granite oils. She would go to a famous... Is it Fumisia? Somewhere around. Is it Fumisia? Around? In Kumasi? Fumisia, yes. Yeah, that's how I know that. How, how will I know? I didn't grow up in Kumasi. So carry granites, back buckets to grind, to, 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 to mill. I wanted her so much. Medical student, too. I'll go to Kumasi and carry granite buckets from Africa Hall to Fumisia. Oh, Abba. Abba. <laughs> she was asking me, was my daddy aware? Of course he wouldn't know. I'll carry granite. Go and mail the granite. We'll come back. If you see her today and she's dying for me. Remember I have been to Fumisia. Stand to your feet. Clap your hands for Jesus. And as you clap, see yourself marrying a soul. That's why she said, go and find them. Go and sing that song again. Keep clapping your hands. Go and find them. What's my iPad? Keep clapping. I didn't say stop. Keep clapping. And imagine you are witnessing. You are finished witnessing. You are going to visit. You are finished visiting. You are helping the person to buy a Bible. Teaching the person about quiet times. Attending prayer meetings. Clap your hands and imagine. We see And now shall we lift up our hands and pray the Lord. Use me to win a soul. Put the water away. and it so quickly comes the night. Sing it, take your time and sing it well. Christians, you must get busy. There is so much work to do. Much more than just witnessing. An urgent task awaiting you. Again, 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 again. As we look all around us. As 
Let your hands pray. Look at the words and pray. Just pray. You see all of the fields. Do you understand the message I'm preaching? Is it clear? It's clear. Thank you. Mommy, do you understand the message? It's clear. It's very clear. Lift your hands and pray. Yet so quickly comes the night. Christians, you must get busy. Mikotolo balsakataba. There is so, so much, much work, so much to do. Here's an urgent task.
the one who does this is wise. But it's two things. It means that you, when you see someone doing this thing, the person is a wise person. That the one who doesn't do this is a fool. Or wisdom comes from doing such things. And I believe in the latter. As I worked for God, I've been wise. Every person I've met has been a teacher to me. I'm wiser. If I say my age now is 42, really I'm 68. I'm wiser than my age. Because what it takes to bring a member from the club into the church as a shepherd makes you a great person. You must have something. That's why we choose a married man before a billionaire. Married? Are you married? That's your wife? Then report next Monday. You're not married? Can we please move on? This year, we will win and not just witness. If by the end of the year, you won three and they are sitting in church, it's more than a hundred people you've witnessed to who have gone back to their old ways. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to use you. Please use me, Lord. Please use me. Use me. Not just to play keyboard. Use me to win. So, even, even when somebody is in church already and you, and you teach the person how to play the keyboard and through playing of the keyboard, the person gets established. Like He now comes to church every week. Just come and play. You've won him. You've won him. You won't him. Remember, Lokak is marrying. Winning a soul is marrying a soul. Marrying a soul. No wonder Paul said, don't let me say to you, Philemon 1, he said, how you even owe your life to me. That the life you have is for me. Not Jesus, not God. You, me, you owe your life to me. As I said, next year by this time, there will be women playing the instrument. So that you can also go and... <laughs> Sorry for shouting. Next week, I'm, you come to church next week. You see that I was brought up well. I'll preach gently, cool. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I forgive this pastor for shouting, but I like his message. Lift your hands and ask the Lord for forgiveness. Forgive me for the shouting and tell the Lord, Lord, I will be a winner and not just a witness. Thank you for making me a witness. But I'll win. I'll win them. I'll win them. Yes. No one proposes to a girl and abandons her. That's when you even begin your real pursuits of her soul and her heart. Till she's in her room panting after you. Lift your hands and pray. Say, Lord, use me this year. 2021, you spared me to live this year to win a soul. Not just a witness. You spared me from dying that I might see 2021 and win. And win a soul.
maybe somebody brought you to church this morning or you came on your own I don't know how but you feel today that you must surrender your life to Jesus Christ that you must give your life to Jesus Christ you must be born again so once again I'll repeat myself if you are the only one don't look around and say oh, how many oh today only three raise their hands oh then it doesn't mean it means it's not powerful no he knew that you'd be the only one he still chose you every eye closed please every head bowed I want to say pastor please lead me to Christ pray with me to receive Jesus if you are here like that please lift your hand I'm going to pray with you yes lift it high lift your hand high above your head I'll pray with you I'll pray with you I will lead you I, I can see your hand God bless you I see you lifted high above your head. Yes. Doesn't mean you are a bad person. No, no. Or you are a thief. Or you are a prostitute. No, no, no. You only need Jesus. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high. And if your hand is up, I want you to come to the front. Take your Bible, your bag, and come. Come. Come to me here. Come to me here. Here. Come. Come to me here. Clap your hands for them as they come. If it's only one person, God knew that I'd be the only one. Come, my dear. Come. Come to Jesus. Please help. Please help to win them. Win the lost. wanted. I don't mean people who win over, over devils. Winners of souls wanted. I see a signboard. Winners of souls wanted. Shepherds wanted. Lovers of God's flock wanted. Lovers of God's flock wanted. Lovers of God's flock wanted. Lift your hands, everyone. 
can let these ones also lift your hands, please. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sins. I surrender my life to you. Please receive me. I want to walk with you. I want to live for you. I want to know you. It's not just about this prayer. I'm serious. I want to live my life for you. Please receive me as your child. And give me a chance to save you, to live for you, and to know you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name. Congratulations. God bless you. What's your name? Joel. Beautiful name. You see our pastors, the woman and the man, who are waving their hands. You can see their face. Now, now, I have finished witnessing. The real work has now started. You have not, you have not yet been won over. We have not yet married you. We are now going to teach you all the things. Somebody is going to visit you, teach you, help you, talk to you, comfort you, and all that. So you will know that God loves you. And then you give yourself to God. So please go to them. Please clap your hands. Clap your hands. Please clap your hands and appreciate it. I want you to lift your two hands and ask the Lord to imprint this word. There's, there's a number on the screen for those of you who are online. If you give your life to Christ or you are lonely, you need a friend, please call that number on the screen. Somebody will answer it and help you and love you and spend time with you till you have come into the saving knowledge of Christ. Yes. Lift your hands, please. And pray that what you've heard today will change you. Pray that today's message, your first Sunday in church, this is what you heard. That the wisdom is not in witnessing. The wisdom when I see, is in winning. When I see blood, Many things you do. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Take your bread. Take it. This is my body. Which is broken for you. Drink. This is my blood, which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed. My flesh is meat indeed. And my blood is drinking deep. The cup of blessing which we bless. The cup of blessing we bless. 
is the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread, the bread we are breaking today is the communion of the, is the, communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal, the meal of We are about to eat a holy meal. It will sustain you. It will it's not you from anybody's it kitchen. Will give you life. It will sustain you. It when will give I you life. The blood. Oh, oh, when I see the blood. Lift up. Say, so this is the body of Christ. As I eat it, it will sustain me. Throughout the year, I'll be eating this as my miracle meal. As my holy meal. As I eat it, I'm becoming one with the body. The body of Christ. For my healing. For energy. Energy to win souls. Energy to love others. Energy to shepherd others. Energy to work for God. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, oh, when I see the blood, mm, I will pass over you. Oh, when I see the blood, when I see the blood, oh, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Lift your cup. Say, this is the blood of Jesus. This blood washes my sins, cleanses my mistakes. Say, this blood changes my life. Today, as I drink it, I receive life. I receive life. The life of Christ. To live for Him. To please Him. To obey Him. The life of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. Lift your hands and let's pray. Mm-hmm. Lift your hands when and let's I pray. Lord, I pray for everyone who has taken part of this meal. Even those who couldn't eat this, they didn't have it to join us. But I pray for us all that we'll be one with your body. And have your blood running through our veins. Ah, let the world know that you in us and we in you. Together, conquering soul after soul. I pray for everyone here today. Let this Sunday be the beginning of our establishment in the Lord. The beginning of our miracles. The beginning of our answered prayers. Let our walk with you this year be exciting. Be fulfilling. But Lord, even when it's not exciting, may we still walk with you. Deliver us from the sin of unfaithfulness. Today, as we make a covenant with you, we pray that you cause us to see your hand mightily as we also purpose to serve you. We thank you. We bless you and we are grateful for all you do for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You may please be seated.